Hey there, my friends. Welcome to the Links to Messiah podcast, where we are passionate about teaching our children all about the connections between the Old and New Testament. I'm your host, Rachel Links Kushner, also known as the Chief Enthusiasm Officer of Links to Messiah. I'm so thrilled to have you join us today. Come along and learn how your family and children can grow in their faith as you discover the beautiful links that God reveals throughout Scripture about the history of His people and His Son, Jesus, our Messiah. Hello, Stephanie Bergquist, my friend from Instagram. It's (laughs) nice to officially meet you. So official. (laughs) Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to getting to know you a little bit better. Oh, same. Yeah. So before we dive into like our conversation about why the Old Testament is important to teach our children Mm -hmm. and the feasts and all of that, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. I'll tell you what I know. I know that you're a mother. I know that you have three children and you are expecting your fourth. Yes, ma'am. Any day now. Correct. Any day Uh, now. And what's a boy, right? We did find out. Yeah. My oldest was so adamant that it was a boy. So we were like, you should probably find out. (laughs) Well, prepare him. Yes. Yes. Just introduce yourself a little bit. Tell us about your your story of faith, where you live, your family, all the things. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, I'm so glad that we met on Instagram. I love that we have this technology to just connect over things like this. And it's me um, too. Man, motherhood, it's just been like such an educational experience in every avenue. And I was not expecting it to be so educational for my faith. Okay. So really quickly. So yes, we are in Chicago and my husband's a firefighter. And so that has been a huge blessing because then I can be stay at home. So I I do some like side hustles from home. I work for like our pediatrician who's really holistic in nature. And then I'm a wellness advocate for doTERRA. So it's been really nice to just pursue the Proverbs 31 scene. And we feel incredibly blessed that we can do that. So, yes, we have our fourth in the way. We are in a really small Cape Cod house in Chicago. So it's very much like we are all together. Right, right, Um, right, right, right. Which can be good and bad. Yes, it's it's really good for practicing patience with one another and then also just like enjoying being together. Like it's we have our kids sure. with us almost all the time and we're really blessed that my husband's home a lot yeah. with his schedule as a firefighter. It really is a huge blessing. So that's, yeah, that's this wonderful. Season. This is the season that we're in. I, I want to ask you something about what you said, how, how parenting has been something like an education for your faith. Mm-hmm. Can you elaborate about that? I want to hear what you mean about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell tell us about that. It's been very unveiling in all my shortcomings. I used to read the Bible and be like, oh, I don't struggle with that. Or I don't, this doesn't pertain to me. And now in motherhood, it's wow, I have been so humbled. I didn't realize how much I struggled with anger or self-control or gentleness. But kids have been so humbling. And I Also, now being in this role as an educator, I feel like I'm rereading the Bible for the first time. And so that's where, yeah, that's where a little bit, it's funny, at our our community group through church, we recently, within the past few years, found a church that is more expository in their teaching. I grew up very evangelical, and there's, every denomination has 
strengths, but there was so much emphasis on evangelism and not so much on discipleship. So I do truly feel like I'm reading the like the Old Testament specifically for the first time. Yeah. And just having it be a cohesive story. Our right. church is very big on expository preaching. And so the kids are getting the full story of the Bible. Like, yes, it's just it's so enriching. So I'm excited about the topic of this. Yeah, that's so wonderful. I love I think I have heard from so many parents that once they have children, they've learned so much more about the Bible because they're reading yeah. from a child, a children's Bible. Right. Yeah. Which just breaks it down so much more simply. Like we overcomplicate yeah. everything. And like I have a, a story time, a Bible Israeli story time on, on Instagram. And it's been such a great reminder for me mm. of God's redemptive story woven throughout the Old Testament, and the New Testament. Yes. Yeah. 100%. So I love that. I love to hear that you're digging back in to to not just the new testament and cherry picking like the miracles the meals and all those things which are awesome incredible i don't want to take away from that but to see the big picture and how it's not two stories it's one big giant story yeah it's the old testament is the foundation the new you don't have the new testament without the old testament and for our kids to understand passover from where it originated to then now passover that we celebrate around easter it's just like the symbolism and what christ did for us is just so much more powerful and they get it i think sometimes we look at kids and we're like okay we'll give them like what's most important first and that's the new testament and they're so Mm -hmm. capable of making the correlations and understanding the cohesiveness of the bible i have a question for you though so what do you think that's so true i will take your question but it's so true i think sometimes we do that like we we underestimate what our children can grasp and understand. Yeah. But yes, your question is what? Oh, I just, um, you know, going back to like reading kids reading. books and just how yeah. um, revealing they are for the cohesiveness of the Bible. Do you have any go-tos that over the years you've been like, this is a children's book that I feel is really enriching for the whole story? I'll tell you, one of the my most favorite Bible books is the Jesus Storybook Bible. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if you're familiar with it. I love the byline. The byline is every story whispers his name. Hmm. And as you read each chapter, it's okay. It's okay to hear kids in the background. I don't mind it. I love it. Great. Don't feel embarrassed yet. It's fine. But what I like about that so much is every chapter It does. It alludes to Jesus. It's telling about the promised Messiah, who's coming, who's coming. Mm. And I just, I love that. And that's actually, when I first started Israeli Storytime on Instagram, I started reading that. Yes, So that's that's all over Instagram. (laughs) So you can always go back and have your kids look at it, or I suggest buying that book. I think it's one to definitely have in your library, if you will, at home. No, it's um, good to know. Love that one. And I don't think it's that expensive. I think you get it from 10 to $15. Okay. So that's a and good investment, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah add it to your right. list. Yeah. yeah. Any book that's going to be presenting the Bible as full, and I feel, and I'm not bagging on my childhood, but I feel like there was such a separation 
between the Old Testament was filled with stories. But I almost feel like, and maybe this was just my experience, but the stories were like, how do you insert yourself? David and Goliath, what are your Goliaths in your life? And like, how is God going to help you overcome where it's, you're not the subject matter. It's all about Jesus. He's the subject matter. And I think, I have you ever heard of the documentary called The American Gospel? No. Am I saying it right? I'm going to You can look it up and let me know. The American Gospel. It's a film. Yeah, it was a documentary. I think they did it in two parts. But my husband and I watched that documentary. Our pastor's actually in it. And it was so revolutionary of that concept of like, how often do we insert ourselves where we're like the protagonist or this message is for me when it's really talking about Jesus and we've missed the entire point. But that kind of catapulted us into looking up books for the kids that were more Cohesive. Yeah, really gospel-centered and uniting the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. I think it's very easy today to become very egocentric as we, just as you're describing, as as we read, we want to put ourselves in everything. It's certainly there are applications for our life without question, of course. Yeah. But yes, to see the, I love the word cohesiveness. You keep using that word cohesiveness. (laughs) I think that's a really good word. You have a lot of in- insight that I appreciate. Oh, um, yeah, we've talked about why, of course, it's important to be teaching our children the Old Testament and how it all relates. Tell me why you think, especially with your background, I'm curious to hear your answer. Why is that going to be foundational for your children so that they can have this lifelong relationship with Jesus? Mm, yeah, I feel because I've gone out of order. Like I feel like now in my 30s, I'm going back and rereading the Old Testament and making those connections. It's been so enriching. I want my kids to have that from the get-go and to fully appreciate what Christ did and who Jesus was and like even understanding prophecies and just this is why we know Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, and to have without a shadow of a doubt that's who he is. I just think that's only going to fortify their faith. And at some point in their lives, their faith becomes their own. It's not just what their parents taught them. So for them to be able to navigate the Old Testament, to be like, why do we believe that Jesus fulfilled these prophecies that they can go and they can see that for themselves? I love it. That's wonderful. Hey there, my friends. I'm interrupting this podcast for just a minute to tell you about the ultimate freebie packet for your family for the upcoming spring holidays of Purim and Passover. If you're looking for some fun and educational activities to keep your kids engaged, we've got you covered. You can head over to linkstomessiah.com and click on the resources tab to grab your ultimate Purim and Passover freebie packet. Dive into the world of Purim by creating and decorating your own crown, just like Queen Esther. Challenge your little ones with a thrilling Purim, maze, and crossword puzzle. Explore vocabulary related to Purim with the unique coloring page that we created just for you. But that's not all. Immerse your children in the Passover story with a Moses character coloring page, complete with Let My People Go written at the bottom. You can get creative with a Seder plate to color and cut out And my favorite, embark on a Red Sea craft adventure. 
and for a dash of challenge. Don't miss our memory game and our 10 Plagues coloring sheets. It is an epic adventure of learning and fun for your kids. So visit the linkstomessiah.com website and click on the resources tab, or you can click the link in the show notes. Now back to our conversation. So can we transition just for a second? So I know that you received, okay, I know you received the Hanukkah (laughs) box and I loved seeing your reels and your stories and all the beautiful ways that you highlighted the box and what, how your children were really digging into that material. So I'm curious to hear from your experience as a family receiving a Links to Messiah box, what that was like for your family. Exciting. It was, we're starting, our, my, our oldest is six, so we're just starting to now incorporate different feasts and explaining everything. And so we were like, we're going to start with Passover and Hanukkah. And I didn't grow up celebrating those things, which is so funny because I, we had a lot of friends that were Jewish. And so it almost felt, and I'm, I'm not, again, bagging on my childhood, but it almost felt that's their thing. And we missed out on an opportunity of, no, this enriches our own faith. And this is, I didn't even understand what Hanukkah was until a few years ago. And I was like, we grew up with Jewish friends. How did I not know this? <laughs> And how it connected. Yeah. Jesus wouldn't have had a temple to walk in if we, mm-hmm. we never talked about that. Yes, so my kids are very right. excited to get the package. They still bribe them to finish homeschool if they can play dreidel at the end. <laughs> <laughs> the, so dra- the dreidel is the carrot, the, the reward oh. for finishing school. Oh my goodness, they've never learned alphabet letters from another language so fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fun. enjoyed it. Yeah, and I love that the box, I felt like it was, there were a lot of parts that were very accessible for even like my four-year-old, but there were things Mm -hmm. where I was like, I'm going to save this for the upcoming years because there's some things that we didn't get to in the book or we only made one recipe out of the book instead of the the two or three that were in there. I love that it's something where I'm like, this is something we can introduce new every year too. Absolutely. Yeah. What recipe did you make? Okay. I didn't say because I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Oh, latka, latka. Thank you, latka. Yes. Okay. They loved them. I made them. Yeah, fry. they're I, potato I, pancakes. Who doesn't love latka? I said it to my son, and he was like, "What?" And I was like, "No, just try them." So he was so hesitant, and then he tried mm-hmm. them, and then he ate a lot of them. Where I was like, <laughs> "We're just gonna do this throughout December, then." <laughs> oh, how fun! Yeah, yeah, I like to tell people it's like a Jewish hash brown. Yes. Yeah. With the applesauce and everything. The kids were like, oh, you didn't tell us there was applesauce. (laughs) Uh, Oh, that's fun. And I saw one of your videos showed them painting the menorah. Yes. They loved that. (laughs) Did you all, did you light the candles or I know I did it on Instagram. I don't, were you able to participate in any of that? Yes, we did the first night. And then I think the last night. So we had some like illness strike the home. So there was some like, okay, we can get every candle lit next year. So there's goals. Um, but yeah. it was funny because they like, they were almost more attuned to that than like we have a, oh, what do you call those? Like like an advent calendar. So we had an advent calendar mm-hmm. going, but for the week of Hanukkah, right. they were like, we, were, we light another candle, right? <laughs> so they were very, I that anticipation it. was really fun for them. That's so cool to hear. Yeah. Hanus- Hanukkah, I think, is an exciting time of year. And seeing the menorah lit, 
I find it just absolutely, it's stunning, beautiful. I love it. It And it's so fun to see. There's been times when I've been like in Brooklyn, actually, and you'll see in all the apartment buildings in multiple windows, you see the menorahs that have been lit. It's beautiful. I love that. It, this okay. whole thing has inspired me to get our own menorah. No, wait, I want to, I have a question for you. Is it, sure. I've seen corrections online and I was like, I don't, somebody's Uh-oh. cooking. Small house. <laughs> do you call it a menorah or do you call it a Hanukkah? Ha- Hanukkah. Yeah, it's a Hanukkah, like at, in, at Hanukkah, when you light the menorah is called the Hanukkah, correct? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I question, I'm actually... Yeah, I'm glad you asked that because somebody else asked me that. And when people ask me questions, it always tells me, aha, how can I make the box better next year and make sure that's very clear. So that's very helpful. Yeah. So you're not the only one that's asked that. Okay. So let's just wrap up. I'll ask you just one more question. This has been a really lovely conversation, but tell me, um, what are some practical ways that you would advise other parents or even grandparents, educators, how they can incorporate some of these Old Testament lessons and feasts. You've already given some ideas, but are there anything else comes to your mind that you could share with people? Well, I'm definitely telling my parents about the box boxes that you do, because I think they oh, would love, grandparents especially love like the hands-on activities, like the sit down and painting. If they had like yes. their own little menorahs to do, I think they would really enjoy that or like the recipes. I just really feel like the box included so much. It made it really simple because sometimes it's hard to start somewhere or like to pick one maybe aspect or component of a feast or a holiday to incorporate. So that was just so nice to have an intro throughout the box. Yeah. The box. For sure. The box. Yeah. I also just think having those books. Actually, one of the books that was really helpful for me with the kids was, have you heard of the Big Picture Bible? I don't know that one. So this is, it's really nice. It's so, so it always refers to Jesus as the forever king. And so this was another book that I got my parents to have in their homes too, where it's like, they love this story and it's pretty thick, but they get through it so fast and it's always pointing back to Jesus. It doesn't have this like big separation between stories that are fun from the Old Testament. Okay, but now we've gotten to Jesus and his ministry in the New Testament. So this book is very, again, cohesive. (laughs) Great. The box. I'm trying to think of. Those um, are great. Honestly, those are wonderful. And you mentioned grandparents and it is very interesting. We have several grandparents, like a good handful of grandparents that purchase like an annual subscription for their children and their grandchildren. I love that. Yeah, it's really nice. It's a wonderful gift to just like you said, get things started. And it's all right there. It's all in one box. You don't yeah. have to go do anything, any research. It's all right there. Wonderful. really good with that too. So I remember if we ever slept over at their house every morning, they'd have their giant Bibles out on the kitchen table. They would give us Legos or like little action figures or something. And they'd have us act out. Mm-hmm. And they would always read from the, from the Old Testament. And so that was like such, there was no nothing fancy to it. It was the Bible right. and whatever toys or they'd have a straw, the pictures or whatever. Yes. But, they spoke I love it. That. They spoke mm. it into us. So yeah, grandparents are so important. That's so beautiful. And here you are in your thirties, and you still have those memories Ooh, yeah. of sitting at the kitchen table in the morning with your yeah. grandparents 
reading scripture to you. I love the visual. I can picture that. You can see cute little baby girl Stephanie sitting at a big <laughs> kitchen table with her Legos. <laughs> now a mama of four. Yeah, and just like wanting to channel that. Like they they helped set forth those arrows. So we're right. just continuing that momentum they gave us. Mm, great way to say it. Stephanie, this has been a delight, a pleasure. I appreciate all of your, like I said, in, in, insight and you have a lot of wisdom. And oh, I feel, I know this might sound weird, but I just feel so proud for you and happy for your children that they are receiving this from you and your husband. It's, it's wonderful. But you keep going, Mama. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate everything you're doing and the support that we have. Obviously, it takes a village, but just having yeah. these resources, like I just feel incredibly blessed. Yeah, it's wonderful. Thanks, Stephanie. Appreciate you. Thank you, Rachel. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for being a part of the Links to Messiah podcast family. Your support means the world to us and your feedback and engagement keep us going strong. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with your friends and family. Let's continue growing this incredible community together. Until next week, keep reading the Bible to your children, keep their curiosity burning, and keep coming back for more tips to anchor your child's faith to Jesus, our Messiah. This is your host, Rachel Links Kushner, signing off with a big smile and a heart full of gratitude.